1: A little secret about a secret little show Certain and
2: Vinnie's secret show for friday 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 january 21st gotta
0: get 20 friday.
2: 22 yep we certainly do that is in fact the rule it's got to be done um How is everyone? How's everyone feeling about this week? I feel like this was a good week of shows, despite Mm -hmm. the massive snafu on Tuesday where Massive. Yeah. Rin and Nick just conspired to screw you out of your daily secret show. Total system breakdown. Total. total Unbelievable. Thank Mm -hmm. God you and I weren't involved in that video. Hey.
1: Well,
0: thank hey. the Lord that we've got. Uh, it these, was a long weekend podcast that drop on Friday. They're oh, thank goodness! It only, it only adds to the you know the suspense mm, of what happened on Tuesday. It's a
2: saving grace, really. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, that is <laughs> that, that
0: wow! Was actually,
2: what a fucking
0: screw-up. Just to so let you know, that was, that was part of the master plan. You know? Oh, yeah, wow! You guys are create some suspense. And, you know, people want people yeah. want it creates more demand.
2: They're losing their mind over That's it. Right. Yeah. That's now it's not a true no, secret of what happened
0: no on
1: Tuesday.
2: Idea. It is until I have you already posted it. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably up by now. It's after 10 when this airs, so. Um yeah, that's uh th- that's just my way of saying happy birthday to you, Nicole. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> happy
1: birthday, Coco. You're a you massive... have big plans today. What's going on? Yeah, what is happening? Um
3: I'm meeting up with cake for lunch and after that I don't know.
1: You don't oh, you don't wow. actually call him beefcake to his face though. No, do you? Okay. we've
3: been doing um, escape rooms though. Oh my god, they're so fun. Who are you doing them with with him? And yeah, but with whom? I mean, don't you need a group of people? No, you, um, I think maybe due to COVID now, um, they let you oh. go in a room of two people, hmm. like
2: just him and I. Does it take them like twenty hours to sterilize that place in between people? Because I'll tell you something about escape rooms; they're filthy.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, um before escape rooms like if it was a room for six people right yeah and you you and so like him and i would book it and then they would just fill it with random people it's not like that anymore it's just you two now they don't fill it in with random people
2: so you've been doing this since before covid
3: i did one before covid okay and then um bc him him and i
2: am yeah
3: bc bc um we did we've done three so far so when we lost the first one and then the fir- the second one and this third one that we just did um we won and they take a picture of you yeah and they you hold up a sign and you have to have a team name i'm like what do you want the team name to be he goes beefcake i'm like okay Obviously. so that's only beefcake <laughs> that's the only time that we use
0: it oh very cute though can i ask <laughs> nice. an inappropriate question what does he live up to his name yeah he does <laughs>
2: <laughs> what's All she right. gonna say
1: well, I don't know. I, mean, I has yeah, got a fucking puny really wiener. Staff. That's uh... it depends, right? I you know, mean, it gets stuck have... in my teeth. It's so goddamn small. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: use it when
2: I get a seed stuck in there. Can you? Could you?
3: That's fucking teamwork right there. <laughs> we uh, the recent escape room we did was completely in the dark.
2: Oh and, my and god, that's so fun! Not, so... They don't even have to wipe down for COVID because they're like, <laughs> no one's ever gonna know. Yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> true. But it, it was so scary
3: and we you really have if you need like couple therapy go do an escape room in the dark yeah. cuz you really oh. got to communicate with each other and it that was so
2: scary hey um do, have they kind of dumbed these down a little bit to make it cuz usually you need six people to everybody's looking in every corner of every part of this
3: room i think so i think so um for the one in the dark it was just two to four people because oh the more people you have yeah. the more you're just going to bump into crash each other crash each other yeah
1: you have to figure though that if they notice a trend where no one's solving the damn thing <laughs> that they have to figure out how to make it doable right, right? exactly
2: <laughs> and i would think too that if a if a group of a bu- we call them bubbles you know if your bubble group goes in and says we're six people we're all cool together and we'll go, we can go in together. They must have that available too. Yeah. It's a common families, theme I'm around sure. here. If mm-hmm.
1: someone's always losing, they need to win at some point.
2: Yeah. That's not, <laughs> I don't think it's, I don't think it's cool. I think that she, if she wins, she wants to have won on her own. I know a She what did win to. on her own. She no. She just had a slight It's such boost.
1: bullshit. <laughs> Minor boost. Yeah, Baby I can, boost. I see Barely you in any. there. Your face is like, Quivering,
2: trying not to smile. You know you're throwing it away. Well, I'm a bad um, actor, but that's not, Switzerland. I'm that like, oh my me. god, you're from there! Like, stop <laughs> it. As <laughs> if you didn't know. You're so. It's. I. I think it's actually. I think it's actually meaner and kind of insulting. It's not to let mean. I'm trying
1: to keep it competitive.
2: Don't bother. It's fun when she's losing, constantly No, it's not. It's fun for me. <laughs>
1: It has to be and by the way the level. answer to that one I knew I mean I knew it from school in general but the answer to that one you'd know from any of the Robert Langdon stories as well
2: yeah I mean well and the question was uh, what capital European capital city completely surrounds Vatican City right and it's Rome right. and I just really figured that would be a battle to see who could say it first and you yell out Switzerland I'm like he's fucking throwing this game <laughs> and she's all i don't know greenland i'm like there she said
1: spain oh yeah that was it yeah
2: i'm like (laughs) that that
3: i was like really really she goes i don't know spain and i'm like okay
2: okay so (laughs) you you didn't listen to that maybe if she because that's the thing i don't think she listens to the questions
3: I don't she, I, she doesn't too. she said
2: no she I said don't sometimes think she, she does because I think she's bit, she's in her own head like thinking about whatever and then I'm asking these questions that's why I try to ask them really slow and and more than once if there's a pause because I mean Spain just does not work in, on any level I mean London would have been a better answer than than Spain like I don't know whatever you please stop throwing them.
1: I'm not. You are. And let's delete all this in. out of here. No, it all edit stays in. I don't need this getting back to her. I'm not sure how to feel about. As if
2: she doesn't know that you're that you're throwing it.
1: She doesn't. We all know. <laughs> uh, let's move on. This is getting uncomfortable. It's
2: time to play another game.
1: Uh, oh, what? Yeah, I got a game oh, for is you. It? Yeah, just oh, all, all right.
2: Fun. It's just a simple game of true or false, Vinny, And there's only two questions. Oh boy. True or false? Kelly Clarkson dined at Barn Diva in Healdsburg last Saturday where she loved the Save Me cocktail. True or false? The Save Me cocktail.
1: Barn well, it's so, Diva. so freaking specific that it has to be true.
2: Oh, that is correct. I that it's true. Yeah.
1: I mean, out of nowhere, you'd come up with all those specifics?
2: <laughs> true or false? The Maniskin song, Beggin' is actually a cover of a Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons song.
1: Huh. Oh,
2: yeah, let's listen to it. You, to put your love hand
0: All right,
2: that okay, song so is I... actually a cover of a Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons song.
1: Now, I'm not a Eurovision fan, I've never mm-hmm. followed Eurovision. I'm familiar with it just because it's been talked about on our show. Not only because there was a movie made about it, but that... Classic. It's a great it's movie. It's come up because of these guys as well. I'm going to say that that whole contest is about writing an original. So I will say that that is false, that that is not a cover a well, Frankie Valli. I
2: will tell you something before we reveal the answer. I would have guessed the exact same way because it is called the Eurovision Songwriting Competition. I think the right. full name is in there. Uh, clearly, they won with songs that they did write. That one is a Frankie Valli and <gasps> the Four Seasons song, oh. which I okay. too was. I when I heard it, I thought, "Oh, here's the here's the original." Oh, That's, the out,
3: baby. Baby,
2: That's like when I first
3: heard but it on the radio. I was. When I first heard it here, I was like, where have I heard this before? But no. so I, I looked it up, but um, they were also on the Italian X Factor. And, uh, and so they covered this song on that.
2: Oh, so. oh, okay. Oh, I see. So they already had this worked <laughs> so out. So this isn't yeah. what they won the Eurovision no. contest with. Got Not it. Mm-hmm. I figured that that couldn't have been the case because I I think it's right in the title. I yeah. think it's called the songwriting contest. It is. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that was the Kelly Clarkson was thrown in there just so that you wouldn't think it would be too Frankie true.
1: Frankie Valley was a little bit before my time. I do remember hearing the name and oh, stuff. Oh, for sure. My parents were into Frankie Valley. Yeah, I because... never listened to that.
2: Although I wanna say he did like um isn't Isn't Frankie Valley the guy who does uh, the song "Grease"? Grease is the word. Am I crazy? Oh, I don't know. Because uh, there were songs on the Grease soundtrack that I thought might have been Frankie Valley songs. Mm. Or that? Or, I mean, yeah. I, I've heard oh, all it? the classic
1: yep. Motown stuff, even though that's before my time. But Frankie Valley just I just never did. Yeah. Well, he's the
2: the high voice. We gotta oh yeah. We gotta That sounds so much worse than I remember it sounding. Mom,
0: really? Yeah. I think it sounds pretty good. we, can be Who we are. And
2: Greece is is the, the word. word is the word. word is the word.
0: This is the remastered version, too. Mm.
2: Oh. Anyway, there you go. There's a little game. Let me get to my things here. Alright. Alright. Uh Apparently, we gave this person bad advice years ago, and they've, got an update for us i have not read oh. this it's just landed in my in my folder a yet. long that time thick. ago
0: i think it's like seven or eight years ago oh killer <laughs> so
2: uh, hi alice family i have an update from a few years back i wrote in for advice around may or june of 2015 um mm. so six and a half years ago i'm following up with the rest of my story so far i was in a pretty bad spot when i reached out i was married to an emotionally abusive alcoholic I wonder if we'll remember this. We'd been married for 13 years and we were in our early 30s. So they got married young and he's, a, he's an abusive alcoholic. He was controlling, isolated me and called me a fat cunt and stupid bitch every day. <gasps> mm. I feel
0: like I
2: remember that. I don't remember that at all. I was contemplating suicide because I couldn't really see an escape. You were all sensitive to my state of mind but also concerned and honest. I know I knew what needed what I needed to do. And had for a long time. It took an unbiased opinion to give me the strength to finally make it happen. We saved this lady's life. About a month or two later, I finally got the courage to file for divorce. It was hard. I had lived my entire adult life supporting someone who was always tearing me down. He didn't go quietly. Restraining orders and cop calls followed. First love is always the hardest to let go of, right? So once he was mostly gone, I went wild with my newfound freedom. I lost a couple good jobs to my new Raging Party Girl lifestyle. Smacked in the face. Oh, no. It happens. Go crazy. Suddenly going crazy. Go crazy. crazy. Uh, Smacked in the face by the realization that all my problems did not go away with my ex-husband. I made several regrettable decisions, including getting tangled up with a married man, finally enjoyed my slutty years, and ended up facing a third DUI. What a mess my life was still.
1: Oh, wow. We didn't help her at all. <laughs> well, she we at least better we off got where the one- she was. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: no. <laughs>
1: Three DUIs? Do you realize that? No. I believe that's jail time.
0: It was yeah. A- I think she had two DUIs before our bad advice, though, right? I think that was oh, just the third, oh, the third know, one. Oh, I don't know. But
2: they're, she's saying that the third well, DUI s- sent me to rehab. Well. Shout out to Hope House in Redwood City. Oh, oh. nice. Uh, it was around two and a half years after I filed for divorce when that third DUI sent me to rehab. Um, I began my journey of sobriety in December of 2017 and I haven't looked back. I remember Vinny getting engaged while I was in rehab and thinking if I stick with it one day I can have a life, a real happy, healthy life. I'm a proud, sober member of AA. I know it isn't for everyone, but it changed my life for the better and I am so grateful for that. Turns out I never even got charged for the DUI. It just went away. No, don't don't ask me. That is, she must be a white. If she must be a white, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I think that goes without saying. Almost. (laughs) Listen to this. It it, it, it turns out I never even got charged for the DUI. It just went away. No lawyers. No court hearings. Nothing beyond that first awful evening in the in the drunk tank.
0: Damn.
2: What? What? I don't know. So
0: she went to jail and got processed. And it went away. Or they just threw in like, the junk tank and someone let her she, out the she, next day.
3: What about like, the, her license? Like She probably got no. her license taken away. Nothing. Sounds like nothing happened. That, I really don't, cool. that
2: was like a... Right. That's an escape room right there.
3: <laughs> yeah, that, that is. is. <laughs> yeah, that is. Maybe... No, I'm not going to speculate on her DUI. Because I was going to say... speculate cause on cause it. Because I was going to say maybe she had a whole party in her car and the cops were like, oh, uh, well, yeah, let's book her and like, let's just take her booze. Oh. And then they forgot to finish the process. <laughs>
1: they don't forget that <laughs> stuff. But all right, let's just let her uh, th- finish her story. I don't get it, but okay. Maybe and, it's all she worked went out right in to... that she's not drinking. That's yeah.
2: good. Maybe it had something to do with her going right to rehab. I, Maybe. I mean, it seems impossible on a third offense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. In October 2020, my ex husband passed away from taking fentanyl laced cocaine. Oh, boy. I hadn't spoken to him since making my amends part of the 12 steps about two years before his death was difficult for me and I felt guilty for having left him. It was a complicated grieving. I feared blame and anger from his family, but they were only loving and supportive as challenging as it was. I'm glad I attended his funeral and said my goodbye to a man. I once and probably always will love love is a very complicated thing, isn't it? it? Mm -hmm. After all this time, I can appreciate the good memories I have of him. I am still working on a, being a healthier, happier person. Last year, I enrolled in college, and I'm working on getting a bachelor's degree in engineering.
0: Nice. I've wow. been
2: dating someone for nearly five years, and I'm in the healthiest relationship I could imagine. We take things slow and easy. Sometimes it feels weird not to be abused, as sad as that sounds. I'm a marathon runner, and I listen to the podcast on my runs. Can't tell you how many times I've slowed to laugh out loud on the trail. Life does get better. Thank you so much for the advice you gave me, the hope you, Vinny, gave me when I was so desperate and felt so alone. The all the laughs during COVID. You will always remain a part of my story and helping me through some of those most difficult parts of my life. Thanks for what you do. It's more than just laughs and current events to some of us. This is lovely. I am that is happy for you. And I'm welling uh, up. I Mm -hmm. me too. And honestly. I to have played any small role in you getting to a place where you're you truly feel happy and where you're like better you're, off. Right? Yes, I, thanks for letting us. Thanks for extending the opportunity to contribute to
1: that. On the follow up note, really is cool. You just made my weekend.
2: Yep, I I love the follow ups, especially mm-hmm. the long term follow ups. Like I know, I guess I don't specifically remember this, and we've had plenty of people in terrible situations,
0: mm-hmm. right. Um,
2: this is lovely, I'm really, I'm happy for you, and I'm happy to have been a part of it. Blah, blah, good blah. Good job,
0: guys.
1: God, we're you guys
2: amazing. I can't believe I'm such a good person.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, that's a nice one. Oh, man, <clears throat> Yeah. A little verklempt. Mm-hmm. Um, this is weird. What is? Hey, Radio Friends for over <laughs> 20 years. I am, don't say my name, I am a newish alcoholic, 17 months of sobriety. Oh, geez. Yeah, I don't know how long they were alcoholic before they got sober. Oh,
1: no, I just mean another alcoholic story. Well, this one's really different and weird. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I got
2: sober in the pandemic and then subsequently got a new job in person. There's a pretty heavy drinking culture at my office, and instead of just telling people I don't drink, I got in my head and said, I'm not drinking right now. I pretty much act like I still drink at the office because I'm trying to fit in. Less now, but it weighs on me. I feel like it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world to share, I'm an alcoholic now, but I've heard so many mixed opinions because if you don't put it out there, you might hear someone's actual thoughts on it, or, you know, we wouldn't even want someone who didn't drink working here or something, you know, something that someone wouldn't say to you if they knew that you were an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So she's, he or she, I guess he or she, I don't see any pronouns in here. No. Uh, I pretty much act like I still drank at the office. I was trying to fit in less now, weighs on me. I felt like it wouldn't be the be- worst thing in the world to share. I'm an alcoholic now, but I have heard so many mixed opinions. What do you all think? Obviously Vinny's very open about his sobriety, which I super appreciate. But so many people have said it's ruined jobs. I wonder if they go to meetings and someone said, yeah, I told everyone I was an alcoholic and they all started treating me different or... Walked on eggshells around me, or you know, I mean, I've, I'll admit that sometimes we're talking about drinking, and I, and then I remember that you don't drink, and I'm like, ah, fuck. Like, oh, am I mean bumming me? it? Yeah, am I bumming him out? No, no,
1: no. Look, I, I mean, I am very at peace with with who I am and what I need to do to do right by myself, and right by you guys, and right by my family. So I'm at very comfortable with it it's it's not it didn't just come it didn't come easy and it didn't come yesterday it's been a while so I'm very at peace with it uh, as far as what this person is saying uh it it sounds like you're fairly new to to you know not drinking and well, seven I would,
2: 17 months She's saying or yeah
1: here. I would suggest you just zip it And I, and I don't, I, another person, especially someone, you know, maybe your sponsor or someone in AA, they might tell you, no, you have to go straighten that out right now. I don't think you'd have to. And I, but I do think you need to be very careful because you've kind of set yourself up for a relapse in that you, I don't drink right now, but then you go on a trip with your coworkers who are like, yeah, let's have drinks. I can't wait. And now you're going to And they've set a round pressure. of shots down right, on the right, table right. in front of you. So right. you're setting up a situation that could be damaging down the line. You need to keep that in mind as things come up, as life resumes and gets back to normal, you may be setting yourself up for a situation that could be a relapse you know, coming. So I'd Just keep that in, in mind. In like a peer pressure relapse. Like, right. You know. you know, like an automatically assumed we've never partied with you and the pandemic's over and let's all get down. And then you might look. Alcoholism is a problem for a reason. It's hard to quit, and it's hard to stay quit. And if you've set yourself up with an out, and you start, and that starts working in your head, like I've got to do this because my coworkers and I don't want to lose my job, and these uh, are things that uh-huh. out, out. Look, Sarah can speak to it about cigarette smoking probably more easily than anything else but it these thing, there's always excuses for you to go back to the thing that you love the very most and even if and you tell got, yourself
2: look i just quit. i quit for a year i i mean it was so easy i'll just right. pick it. i'll just have a couple and I, I can quit again no problem
1: so there it is it really does cross it lives in over you it's in like other a little
2: ways. it's like a little separate part of you that uh-huh. is dictating what you need and what you should do and is trying to talk you into it
1: right so recognize the situation you've set up, but I don't think you need to make a scene about it. One of the reasons there's stigma against people who've quit drinking are the people who are religious zealots about it. Right. And it makes pe- others go, oh, great, here we go. Another fucking speech by this, you know, this, the teetotaler. Fuck. <laughs> you know? And you hear, look, I'll give you another example. And this happened just the other day, and I didn't speak up because... I didn't feel I needed to. Uh, Proops quit drinking. Mm-hmm. And he quit drinking because obviously he was hitting it hard during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I believe he, he said he drinking. He raises his, his head above his waist. His waist yeah. Which <laughs> yeah. means that, that's a weird way to walk. Man. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're crouching over a toilet. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Right. So uh, what I'm saying is then he goes on to say... Very specifically, I don't go to meetings or anything, though. And that's something he needed to say. He felt he needed to put it out there that his problem wasn't bad enough that he needed help. And I didn't want to say to him, there's nothing wrong with AA, Greg. There's nothing wrong with It can be very help. helpful, right? There's nothing wrong with having like-minded people similarly, however you want to put it, afflicted, how, whatever you want to call that. People who help each other. Why would you think there's something wrong with that? And I think people think
2: you're really an alcoholic if you go to AA. And because
1: of the zealots, just like the ex-cigarette smokers or the ex-whatevers that the people who come become
2: the most vocal opponents of those things because they're trying to convince themselves more than anybody else around them, and they get judgy too.
1: There's a lot of opinions, difficult opinions out there about it, and many will tell you something like, "Oh, you just partied too much." Uh, no, actually, I was not having fun. There was nothing fun about what was happening with me. Yeah, there was no party. I was alone in my. I drink alone. You know, you yeah. heard that song? That's I your, drink alone. Yeah, that I'm that guy. Yeah, I so, mean that.
2: Honestly, that's I think there's the line, right? If you're yeah partying too much yeah you might take a break from it i'm gonna be taking i'm taking a break right now from it i am definitely gonna i could use a few weeks off from that but i'm not like sitting here right now craving it or thinking oh later i'll sit in my room and drink
0: and i support it sarah as your co-worker
2: so you're not gonna drink this weekend either
0: no, I'm saying I support you but not drinking. In what way are you so, supporting so this, But it's my person? birthday. I right know. It is your oh, birthday. Oh, fuck it. It's Nicole's birthday. That's right. I'll take that back. My bad.
3: I'm going to go get beat with that one.
1: <laughs> oh, God. You don't have to. <laughs> don't try don't to try trick right. anybody don't in. It's will. fine. <laughs> People got to defend themselves against this stuff. Anyway, I, do, I don't know the right answer, but I, my answer would be just just look. You You did what you felt you needed to do early on in order to fit in. But I highly recommend that you be very careful going forward. You've set traps for yourself and you need to recognize them and be aware of them. And you may not be able to ever be super friendly with your coworkers because of the trap you've set. But that's, Oh, it's okay. And You've- it's
2: not their business, and you don't owe them an explanation of it. But you, I think sometimes the little addict in you makes long-term plans mm. and sets it up like, oh, I don't drink right now, and, you know, oh, exactly- here we are in Mexico. I guess I'll just
1: Right. It's exactly my point, Sarah. You right. just set it up. The little addict in you sets traps for yourself. Right. If I haven't a- come right out great. and said
2: it, then they won't. Why would they say, oh,
1: mm-hmm. yo-
2: so what she's drinking? That's not a giant red flag for us because we don't know that she's got a problem. Mm-hmm. Look, so it, it. Go ahead.
1: I'll go one step further. My coworkers, they do drink, and and I love them. And whether or not they think that I do, or they see my separateness from them as some kind of sign about how I feel about them, that's not the case. But I'm I don't. very careful. About where I put myself and I've got years of not drinking under my belt and I'm still very careful about where I let myself be because I could Mm -hmm. easily pick up and throw one down and it's over. I'm on a run and now I've just I've flushed everything. So I just I'm look you you got to figure out how to work this yourself hopefully by staying current with the people that you work with during your work day. They won't see you as someone who either sees them, you're, you as you think you're too cool or whatever because they don't know you. They don't know that the reason you're not there is because you can't maybe handle your drinking. Right. And so if they gather
2: to- at bars all the time, that's just, you know, and you think, oh, I got this and I don't want them to know, then you you are setting yourself up.
0: Yeah. They said that their workplace, you know, has... A lot of drinking involved. I also think that our industry has a lot of drinking yes. yeah. surrounding it's it. It's
2: expected and there's right. drinks pushed at you.
0: And I right. feel like uh, because of that, there are a lot of people in this industry that I've met from that working helps. here that are sober now, <laughs> yep. you know, and, and I've met so many of them and I fully support it. And I see that. I'm like, that's totally fine. And I want to be very respectful of, you know, of their choices yep. and, and of their past and all that. So... Bryn's actually that's- the one who told me that mainly in this
3: industry that's when once I started working more in this industry and getting all these different jobs everybody's like oh we're the bar
2: after or oh we got some beers in the parking lot. Because and- you're so intensely focused on the thing that you're doing and it's imp- yeah. you know, important and it's live or it's, it's you know it's got to be good and then people really do unwind hard in this business. Oh, yeah. yeah I didn't realize that
3: and then I was like oh yeah whatever and then it wasn't until I got the A's and then especially at Fox it was like Oh, oh, okay. Really? No, it oh. wasn't bad, but... It oh, was... Fox, apparently, is
2: very bad.
3: <laughs> no. Oh, Fox, a bunch of algae's working <laughs> over there. Oh, letting off a little shame. Oh, yeah. But It, it just seems like we're going to be at this bar at this night or at this bar. Like, they would plan it. And it was yeah. to form a team, but at the same time, like, I'm just not in the mood
2: for this tonight. And... You know, and I don't want to say that, you know, it's extra special in our industry or anything, because I think anytime people are in a pressure cooker situation, they, they're they doing teamwork. I'm sure Christina even experiences this. There there are these team building exercises and, and or, you know, you've got deadlines or whatever it is, the pressure's on. And, when the, and then when the pressure comes off and you want to, these are the people that you did it with. You, like, we worked it out. We did it together. And let's go have drinks and celebrate, you know, and for some people having drinks is a little different than it is for... Other people. Uh, I I was going
1: to say that uh, while our industry has its share of problems, and you do meet a lot of sober people, and I don't want to point any one specific industry out. I think Fox. Obviously, I think it's worldwide. (laughs) I don't mean America wide. (laughs) I worldwide, but salespeople. Hello. That's where Mm -hmm. I was
3: getting. Hello. (laughs) That's where I was (laughs) getting too many.
1: (laughs) Talk about the people who figure out how to go on team building trips where. Golf may or may not happen depending it depends on how, how many I feel drinks tomorrow. happen tomorrow. Right. Uh
0: huh. Right.
2: Oh, yeah. that's so funny. That is true. I always wonder about these seminars. Like, who wants to go to those? And, well, there's people who do.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, they get away from their family and can go hard. Actually,
2: in <laughs> conclusion, uh, the last couple lines here of, of this lady's, uh, she or possibly man, this person's uh, 17 months of sobriety and hiding it at work. Uh, my boss knows I uh, because I was having to pour alcohol at the, these company parties. And I told her, that's not gonna work anymore. I gotta I can't be the person who's and here's why. So at least the boss knows. Yeah. Which uh which I think is is good. I think having someone there know so that your little addict inside you can't go, oh nobody even knows.
1: Actually Sarah, you said it best. that's it right there. You're setting yourself up for future fail if you don't recognize it and just be extra protective. That was exactly yep. the best way to put it.
2: OFOC super fucking sober at work uh, alright that's going to do it for us hey listen please email us we love to take on people's problems I love to get follow up stuff I mean I know we all like that mm-hmm. um, and if you feel like we missed some nugget of advice for someone buy all me and send it along Bryn B-R-Y-N at radio uh, enjoy all four of this week's podcasts. they'll drop in a they actually they're probably uploaded by now anyway right
0: as uh Yeah, it's 10:30 right now. It's yes? about 10 10:32 yeah,
2: okay. or so. I'm sorry I don't know, something around there. can't do the math yeah, on that. All right, perfect. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Monday.
1: The end.